The college football experience week seven preview and picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one app for free sports betting picks, props, and parlays. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best football better in the U.S.? Odds Crowd challenges you to prove it with their free to play fantasy betting contest. Every week, there's a free $350 NFL contest and a free $250 contest. Just head to oddscrowd.com to sign up. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Grab that SGPN app for free in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Randy Cross. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Week seven preview and picks episode part two. My name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Dundee and go listen to part one because it's got all of our picks out there on part one. And this is part two NC Nick Patty C in studio here with me or not in studio, but on the call. Um, we're all in three different locations for this exact episode, but here we are picking it up for with uh UAB travels to Southern Miss. Interesting matchup here. Southern Miss is having a tough time getting things going under Will Hall, new head coach. But the UAB Blazers laying 15 and a half. NC Nick, are you going with the Komodo Dragons or are you going with Southern Miss? I'm going with the Komodo Dragons. Uh, I've tried to uh, talk myself into Southern Miss on a couple occasions this year, it has backfired on me. At this point, you just have to go with who you feel more comfortable, and that's definitely the Blazers. Give me UAB. I agree. I'm on UAB too. I just can't take Southern Miss at this point. You know, if UTEP's beating you, I mean UTEP. I know they're suddenly gonna. Looks like they're on the verge of a bowl. However, UAB I think is a decent team, and I think their their run game is gonna be a problem for Southern Miss. Patty C, what are you doing here with UAB Southern Miss? Uh, well, Southern Miss so far, th- they've lost by exactly like a, a a uniform amount versus like the um, how how good their opponent was. If you understand what I'm saying, like they always lose by the appropriate amount to their opponent. And I think uh, uh, I think uh, UAB is 15 and a half points better, barely. But I think UAB barely covers this, even on the road. Yeah, yeah. All right, now we got the big one going on in the SEC. Kentucky Wildcats. Tell that Wildcat behind the wheel. 
to show up to play Georgia. Cause the, I'll tell you this, Georgia's laying 23. This was at 24 a couple days ago. Uh, 23, but uh, Georgia has owned this rivalry lately. Patty C, what are you doing here? Kentucky traveling down to Athens, undefeated, number eleven in the country. Where, what side of this you on? I mean, I would have said. Uh, I mean, I'm still going to go Kentucky just because I think it's a disrespect of what they've accomplished lately. Um, but Georgia has been playing great football, and I thought it was ridiculous when Arkansas was being faded by what 24, 25 points and uh, or 23, somewhere similar and Georgia more than covered that. But still, I feel like Kentucky is good enough to cover that. I, I, well, I, I was all over Georgia taking down Arkansas. I don't know how good Arkansas is. And maybe you can make the same case for Kentucky. I know they barely got, got by Chattanooga, but I was on them beating Florida. I was on them beating LSU and 23 is too many points. Look back at last year, Georgia wins 14 to three. Go back to the last time in Athens, 21, nothing. Go back three years ago, 34, 17. So three straight years, they would have covered this number. I'm on Kentucky plus the 23, Nick, what are you doing? Yeah, I agree. But you know, take that with a grain of salt because I was also on Arkansas in the points and on Auburn in the points. So I keep on taking the points thinking that Georgia offense isn't good enough to cover large spreads so far. They've kind of proven me wrong. Maybe I get this one right. This one. Correct. Give me Kentucky. See, I mean, look, I was on Auburn plus 14 and a half, but I actually think Kentucky's better than Auburn. So I'm going to take the 23. Give me the Wildcats. All right. Uh, Arizona travels to Boulder, Colorado. This is a fucking hilarious game. Uh, <laughs> look, Col- uh, look, I got it uh, earlier in the week, Colorado laying seven and a half. And I took Arizona all day. It's at six and a half. I'm still taking Arizona. What are you guys doing? Nick? I almost locked it. I almost locked it when I was getting more than a touchdown. It's dropped a little bit. So I'm definitely still on Arizona. Yeah, this is a shit fest. This is a bad game. <laughs> uh, if, if, if anybody can tune into the PAC 12 network, I'm not even sure what, like, you know, <laughs> platform. Uh, yeah. What, how, how you even get that or who offers that, but uh, don't watch this one, but give me the points. Patty C. <laughs> I mean, ultimate shit fest. Uh, Arizona hasn't scored 20 points in a game through five games all season. And uh, Colorado hasn't managed more than two touchdowns in the la- in their last four outings. So expect a low scoring affair. Uh, I think Arizona though, just based on how, well they played against uh, Oregon. That's enough for me. Uh, I completely agree. Give me, give me the wildcats in the points. Fresno state travels to Wyoming guys. This line's been <laughs> moving all, all around. Uh, currently Fresno state minus three and a half. In Laramie, I'm taking Wyoming in the three and a half, but I think Fresno might get the win. But give me Wyoming plus the three and a half. When this was at this was at six, not that long ago, I loved it. But now three and a half, give me Wyoming, and uh, it's not going to catch the lock for me. Nick, no, definitely not a lock. But I'm on Wyoming also. They're just a, a you know a better team at home. I was on them last week against Air Force. Did not come through for us. Fresno is a better team, I think, but it's a it's a tricky road spot. So give me Wyoming. Patty C, what are you doing here in the Mountain West action? Uh, I mean, Wyoming just beat uh, uh, or barely beat UConn three weeks ago. So, uh, but that said, uh, Fresno just lost at Hawaii in the Chain Center. So I don't <laughs> know, three and a half in Wyoming in, in Laramie. It's just a half point too many. Um, give me give me Wyoming. There we go. All right, ACC action. Those two teams that uh, just collapsed as as the college football experience called preseason. 
Miami catching seven at Chapel Hill. Guys, I'm gonna lock up North Carolina minus seven because I think Miami's horrible. I think North Carolina is pretty good in these bounce back spots. So I'm gonna lock up. Give me that Dundee music. North Carolina will beat. Remember last time they played in Miami, they rushed for like 700 yards, one scored 62 points or something. And guess what? This team's defense, Miami's, is even worse this year. So give me North Carolina minus the seven. Nick, what are you doing here? Anyone want to join me on the lock? Uh, I'm with you, man. I I got in early, got it at six and a half, even better. But I'll still lock it up at seven. I I think you're right. I think UNC is decent in these bounce back spots, especially at home. And, and Miami without Dr. King is not that good. So uh, give me the Tar Holes. Patty C <laughs> triple lock. Put the triple lock down. Yes. Heels all the way. There we go. Easy cash going on in Chapel Hill. Sam Howell company. Gotta do it. Easy money to be made there. Yeah. I mean, it, it, come on, Miami. Derek King's out for the year. Do I need to mention that too? This is their first. You know, I think I think I think yours truly told you that a few weeks ago when it was kind of you know people weren't real curve. sure. He, people thought people thought he might play that week actually. And this is Miami's first real road game of the season, guys. It's October what? Is it really? Yeah, isn't that wow. ridiculous? That's crazy. Um, Bowling Green travels to Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois <laughs> laying nine points. <laughs> God, these smack games. I'm going to take Bowling Green <laughs> plus the nine. I think Northern Illinois gets the win. Give me the Falcons plus the nine, though. Nick, what are you doing? I'm going to go NIU. Go Huskies. <laughs> <laughs> Patty C, what are you doing That's in this classic? I, I got baited into taking Leffler. All time mistake last week. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm back on the fade Leffler train. Give me Northern Illinois. <laughs> uh, all right. This one for the life of me, I want you guys to, to, to break down why this line was this way. It opened up at six. So money has came in on Virginia tech Pitts favored by five at Virginia tech guys. I tried, I was on the, the I don't know if you had a chance to check out the, the sports gambling podcast episode with Sean and Ryan, but I don't understand. You want to talk about the game that smells the most, the most this week. Um, someone break down to me how Pitt is a favored by five points in, in Blacksburg. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's it just like, wha- do I need to go through the history that Pitt's only won once since 2002 in Blacksburg once wow. once and get that. And, and uh, I just don't understand how they, they have them that high. Like if I was creating this line, I probably would have done Virginia tech minus two, maybe even Pitt minus one. I could understand, but to open it up at minus six, what am I missing here? I don't know, man. Yeah. Even if you could even maybe talk me into Pitt minus three, but the way it is now, I locked up Virginia tech at five and a half. I think it's down to five now, you know, obviously depending on, on where you look, Give me the Hokies, man. Yeah, I locked it up too, man. This is a Dundee special. I mean, do 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 we want to make this a triple lock? Because it just doesn't make any sense to me. You could go through the history. Uh, well, but the, the what the last time I, I was going to say, 2019, 28 to nothing. Virginia Tech won in Blacksburg. 2017, they won 20 to 14. They lost the one time in Blacksburg in 2015, 17 to 13. Even with that, you would cover. So what were you going to say, Patty? See, I'm sorry. Oh no. Um, 
Yeah, I was just gonna say uh, before you guys even mentioned it, the lock was in. You know, so th- that's a triple lock right there. I, I don't, I don't understand it either. Uh, yeah, but rock and roll. Look, I will say one thing. What's that? When was the last time Pitt scored like this? I mean, Kenny Pickett healthy. Uh, they're putting up, they've, they've never scored less than 41 in a game but this season. But who have they so. played, Pat? Western Michigan, UMass, Georgia Tech? I mean, Tennessee is decent. That was game one of a new defense or game two of a new de- Their defense also hasn't been very decent. Um, I don't know. It's true. Uh, I, I I think you're a fool if you're taking Pitt minus the points here, but that line smells uh, so bad. I mean, I'm taking Tech. Yeah. I'm not talking about you personally. I'm talking about the audience. But it smells so bad, it makes me think maybe I'm miss. Maybe they know something I don't know. I don't know. But BYU travels to Baylor in Waco, Texas. Baylor's laying six and a half. Guys, I'm all over BYU here. I don't know why Baylor's favorite. I don't think Baylor's that good. Give me BYU plus six and a half. Nick, I totally agree. I mean, I think uh, pretty two equally matched teams. Uh, Baylor could win this, sure, but. They're not. They're not just gonna you know easily beat BYU, a team that has some nice wins on their resume. Uh, they got you know a, a nice offense to be able to keep up with Baylor, who doesn't have a, you know, that prolific of a offense. So yeah, give me BYU to cover, man, all day long. Almost lock worthy. If it keeps on creeping up, yeah. it's almost lock worthy. I go. It was a half a point higher. I'm locking this thing up. Patty, see what are you doing? Well, I'm I'm seeing it at a different line entirely than you guys have it. I'm seeing Baylor four and a half. No, six and, uh, and, six and a half currently. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if you're looking at tele site before, but I'm saying like right now, six and a half. I is mean, the it line. must have moved. It must have moved two points in the last hour or hour and a half because that that's when I looked at it and it was four and a half. So maybe this line is moving like a freight train. But at four and a half, I think Baylor's good enough to cover that. Six and a half, no way. <laughs> I mean, is it that big of a difference? Like, if you like Baylor, you should probably like it either way. Uh, I I disagree. Two points is a huge amount for two relatively. Four and a half, six and a half. I mean, it's not like it's not key numbers there. Look, look, four and a half is is barely uh, enough for me to take Baylor, and and that's close because BYU is about as good as they are. But the home field advantage plus the BYU is laid a clunker or two. Meanwhile, Baylor. Might be playing for a fucking playoff spot again this year. Now, granted, the, the, that makes complete anyone. sense. That makes complete sense. If you were just a Baylor lean at four and a half, then I understand why you might get swayed. I thought you were like firmly on Baylor at four and a no, half. No, not at all. Okay, not at all. my apologies. My apologies, Mister Patty C. Oh, <laughs> you're good. Go Texas Tech <laughs> travels to Kansas, guys. Kansas catching sixteen and a half. Tell me why I'm taking Leopold plus sixteen and a half off a of bye week. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why this is it. I've already pushed. Uh, I'm going for the win. 16 and a half points. Sprinkle <laughs> some on the money line. Give me the Jayhawks. Do I need to tell you that this was a 16, 13 win for Texas tech a year ago? That, that <laughs> oh, was whatever. in Lubbock. You know, uh, over in the off season, I, I made fun of Patty for, you know, drinking too many of Colby's batches of Kool-Aid. Well, I've drank this batch with, with Kansas. And I keep on going down every week. I keep on, you know, going back to the bartender and asking for more Kansas Kool-Aid. <laughs> what do you mean? I've you already Kansas pushed. Again. You already pushed. You're not going to lose money. It's not a bad batch. I, I'm just talking about week to week now. Okay. I'm not talking <laughs> about over under on the season. I'm, I'm going Kansas again. And you're right. This is it. 
If you can't cover this, I'm done. All right. <laughs> this, team, this team lost by 19 to Duke. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you're going to tell me Texas Tech sitting at four and two is not going to cover 16 and a half. Get out of here. Red Raiders all day. Do I need to remind you that Texas Tech week two beat Stephen F. Austin 28 22 in Lubbock? Okay. There's something there. There's something there. <laughs> All right. Vanderbilt travels to South Carolina in perhaps the shit fest game of the weekend. Uh, well, 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 what's better or what's worse that or Colorado, Arizona. I think Arizona is better than all the rest of those teams. Ooh, really? <laughs> but I don't know. Well, I think Vanderbilt's the worst. I think Colorado's the second worst. I think South Carolina and Arizona would be a game. But I think I'd give a yeah. slight lean to Arizona. I think they're better so offensively. So and, and Arizona's getting like a touchdown against Colorado. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I I think Colorado's defense is actually good. It's just they're on the field for forty eight minutes of the game. Um, right, right. Uh, South Carolina's laying eighteen and a half. That's way too many points, guys. Give me Vanderbilt in the points all day. Agreed. Almost lockworthy. This is almost lockworthy right here. Patty, if C, it was Vanderbilt. <laughs> yeah, Patty C. What are you doing here? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, wait. Are you saying that uh, South Carolina is part of the uh, shit fest of the week compared to Colorado, Arizona, or is that all on Vandy that makes? No, this I said be- between those four teams, I would rev- I would rate Vanderbilt the worst. Second worst is Colorado. Third worst is South Carolina. Fourth worst is Arizona. To me, you might have a point. I think South Carolina and Arizona might be interchangeable. Even though South Carolina is sitting here at three and three, okay. Well, that's the and that's they, playing in the SEC to playing in the Pac-12 because the the reality is the four out of conference games. When you play Eastern Illinois, who hasn't won an FCS game in what a couple of years, and then uh, and and then what Troy and ECU. And ECU, okay. they were losing the whole game except for the final play of the game. Well, they won all three of those games, and their losses come against the number one team in the country, Kentucky, who's what roughly top ten. I'm just and then Tennessee, okay. who's decent. I'm comparing that. Yeah, to, I'm comparing that to Colorado, where they play eleven power fives. Well, but look, so. okay, all right, let's let's settle this. South Carolina is not very good, but but they are the best out of those four teams. No, I think they're, Arizona. They're, they're I would take Arizona I'd, to beat South Carolina tomorrow. I I go South Carolina there. South Carolina doesn't have the offense. Like Arizona's offense would put problems. I don't think South Carolina has enough offense to score in a lot of these games. I mean, these defense is okay. They are, but, but, but to me, uh, like if you're only putting up 17 points and one of them came off a pick six against East Carolina, who's got one of the bottom 10 defenses in the country, you're horrible at offense. Well, you know what? I think South Carolina might have going on a little bit. They might have a little Scott Frost situation because I feel like I saw him get down to Tennessee's goal line twice, like first and goal on the one, and come away with no points both times. I could be wrong, but I know it happened at least once because it was an interception. But uh, well, it's an interception. Look, that th- offense can't get down to the goal without <laughs> without a defensive play. Their defense is actually decent. Yeah, that's true. Either way, um, I think South Carolina is good enough to cover eighteen and a half. But this is—it's just in terms of zero entertainment. At least like the other one, Arizona, Colorado, you might have a close game. This is going to be ugly as fuck and not close. It's going to be terrible. So I'll take South Carolina though. <laughs> mm, rice at Rice at UTSA. This is one. I don't know why I took Rice plus the eighteen and a half. I just thought it was too big of a number. I think UTSA is like looking great. I took them the, the past couple of weeks. They're six and zero. I just feel like they're due for somewhat of a close game. I think rice sucks, 
but I think like, give me a 34, 17 final rice covers this Nick. Yeah, I know. I agree with everything you just said. I was on rice too. And, I, and at first I didn't really know why I went rice, but as, as nice as UTSA is playing right now, they have what three straight games where it's been a touchdown or less wins, you know? So they're not blowing teams out. They have, you know, some nice wins at Memphis at Western at Western Kentucky there. I don't know. We'll see if they really flex on rice here or not, but I took the points here. Yeah. Yeah. Patty C what'd you do here? I am riding with you too. I mean, four out of the six games by a touchdown or less. Uh, I think 18 and a half is too many. All right. Colorado state travels to Albuquerque lay in 10 and a half Adazio. I was all over them a couple weeks in a row. Adazio starting to win me money. Starting to be an ATM over here for me lay in 10 and a half. I'm going to Adazio. I think they're too physical for New Mexico. I don't love this game, but give me the Rams minus 10 and a half. Nick. I agree. Uh, New Mexico quarterback, Terry Wilson. Day. They've lost four in a row. They were not competitive against San, uh, San Diego state, which kind of a similar team to Colorado state, like a better version, like physical running attack. Uh, they lost 38 to 10 against air force again, physical rushing attack. So uh, yeah, give me the Rams Patty C we're agreeing a lot here, fellas. I'm on the Rams as well. Um, look, they played a couple of good teams pretty close. They did lose to Vanderbilt, <laughs> Colorado state confusing, but uh, New Mexico just bad. So give me, give me the Rams. Yeah. And uh, Southern Illinois are beating South, South Dakota state makes that Colorado state loss look a little bit worse there, but uh, staying in the mountain West, Utah state, the Aggies travel to the death star to take on UNLV. I've been one to lobby on here that UNLV is going to bite someone. They're getting better each week. They covered for me against UTSA. They covered for me against Fresno state guys. I'm taking UNLV plus the seven sprinkle some on the money line. This might be the win that they get right here. Give me UNLV plus seven sprinkle some on the money line. Talk to me. Anyone else want to go? This is all, this is almost lock worthy. Nick, what are you doing? I'm with you. I do. I have to, you know, tip my cap to the Danton base here because he was on UNLV before anybody else. He and was shitting on Arroyo all off season. But, but, dude, <laughs> well, it, it, it's almost like the year San Jose State. Two right. years ago, they went five and seven. You saw them. You saw the team getting better each week, despite them having a, another year they didn't make a bowl. You said, "Man, there's something there. This team is building something." I think UNLV is better than what their record indicates. And I think they're going to, they're going to, if maybe it's not here, but they're going to be a thorn in someone's side this year because they they play too hard for them to, 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 to lose every game, which is why I think this is a tight, uh, a tight game here and UNLV is at home. So give me the points, Patty C I'm on Utah state, but uh, I can see where you guys are coming from. They are getting better. Although I would say it's only over a two game stretch there. They played two opponents, pretty close, pretty, uh, pretty good opponents. Well, but Utah state, man, uh, seven and a half seems doable. Well, and, and you're telling me I'm giving, uh, I'm shitting on Arroyo. Arroyo is zero and 11 as a head coach. <laughs> Fair enough. Look, <laughs> I, I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm just saying, let's not give too, Colby too much credit on uh, <laughs> being on UNLV here. 
All right, folks. I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best NBA better in the U.S.? Well, you can prove it on Odds Crowd, and they're free to join and uh, play their fantasy betting contest. There's a season-long NBA contest with three thousand dollars in cash up for grabs, as well as weekly two hundred dollar contest as well. And here's how it works: once you enter a contest, you track your best bets against real odds and lines, much like you would with any pick tracking app. The most profitable players rise up the leaderboard. If you have the highest profit at the end of the contest, well, you win. And Odds Crowd isn't just fantasy betting contests, it's a social app for sports bettors. Free to download. You can live group chat with other bettors, track your bets, set up private fantasy contests with your buddies, and much, much more. So download that app for free. Go to oddscrowd.com today. And while you're downloading apps, Download us. Yes, the SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. Guys, we got a big one going on in Starkville, Mississippi. I don't know that you guys are aware of this right now, but Mississippi State's in first place in the SEC West. Wow. And, and I was not aware of that. Patty C, we watched that LSU game. They probably should have beat LSU. Yeah. Some craziness went on in that game, but they've beaten A and M. They've uh, who was the other? They, they probably should have beat Memphis. No, no, that definitely with the refs the way the way that was that the way that game went down. Uh, so currently, if they beat Bama here, now they got to play Ole Miss on Thanksgiving. If they beat Bama, like it's you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, you know, an easy thing to do. <laughs> I get it, but at the same time, Bama playing their first back-to-back road game series in six years. And guess what, Patty C they didn't win out in that they've already lost <laughs> that game. So my, once again, my stat on back-to-back road games, regardless of the outcome <laughs> in this Mississippi state game comes true as I mean, come on. That's why you listen to pick Dundee. All right. Because college football <laughs> will try to sprinkle a lot of bullshit at you. They really will. Uh, Bama's laying 17 and a half against Mike one leads. Tell me why I'm taking Mississippi state plus 17, Nick. You know, I went back and forth on this at my initial reaction was Bama doesn't lose twice in a row. Bama is going to be pissed off. They lost and they're going to roll. But then I thought that was kind of like, I think everybody's going to have that assumption and they're going to oh maybe overlook the fact that Stark Vegas is actually a difficult place to play. And Coach Leach can scheme up enough offensively to stay in the game here. So I'm actually taking the points. I certainly don't love it. Um, I like I said, I went back and forth. Right now, I've settled on going with the points and Mississippi State. Patty C, what are you doing? Uh, I mean, yes, Saban is probably you know skinned a few cats at practice this week, if I had to guess, but. Uh, I think Mississippi State. I think seventeen and a half, a little too many. And with the back door there, you see what Ole Miss did. They almost got it. The back door cover on that one. So I think uh, I don't know. Alabama is just not Alabama this year. They're they're one step uh, behind where they normally are. And I think Mike Leach has got them going in the right direction. Back to back road. Let's make it happen. Now, now, were we saying that before last Saturday though? No, w- no. Well, maybe yeah, the Florida before game. Before last Saturday, yeah. we. Were, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I think we were all just like, all right, you know, they kind of eased up on the gas, and we, and we we still thought Bama was Bama before last Saturday. But they also didn't play anyone besides the Florida game when they won by three, and I thought that that score was kind of dressed up. I didn't fear it the way Patty C. Like I thought that okay, Patty C. saw more chinks in the armor than I saw, but the Miami win is nothing. Southern Miss True. is horrible. I mean, right. like where, where do you go through the schedule and say, Hey, okay, 
they, this is the really the, the back-to-back road game is the only test that we can really apply that in Florida. I would say, I'd say, I'd say the old miss one, the old miss win was impressive. I don't even know who they are yet. I, I still think they could be a yeah. seven and five team. Like I think people are crowning them. I don't understand their ranking right. based off right. of, uh, off who they've beaten so far. Um, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's still a good win to beat Ole Miss well, by that many points and shut down that the rest of their schedule. Yeah. So say regardless of if they cover or not, as long as they beat Mississippi state, they have at home, they have Tennessee and LSU. Those aren't, those aren't great wins. Then they have a very tough matchup at home against New Mexico State, <laughs> new, new to the SEC. And then they have Arkansas at home and Auburn on the road. You know, yeah. I mean, those are quality opponents, but not great. Yeah, yeah, I agree. This is really the last chance, probably, that a team could knock them out of the SEC championship game. In reality, I mean, Auburn always could. But uh, and I mean Mississippi State. I think Mike Leach just has just enough coaching chops that maybe I don't know. This could be fun if if Alabama I, really isn't who they normally are. Maybe Leach has something for him. I think the problem is that the SEC West has not lived up to expectations. A and M and Ole Miss and LSU and LSU yeah and LSU yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, I agree. So uh, all right, Liberty travels to ULM. Patty sees ULM. He cashed on that over early, but boy, they've had their uh, their struggles lately as they gave up fifty five <laughs> to Georgia State. Liberty's laying thirty two and a half, and guess what? I'm taking Liberty. <laughs> Patty C, what are you doing with your boys here? Oh, they suck, man. I mean, uh, life without Rhett, Rhett Rodriguez. He's, <laughs> he's a Heisman candidate. Well, what are you doing? You don't have your Heisman candidate. Uh, I got to go Liberty here too, Nick. Agreed. You can't put this spread high enough. Give me Liberty. <laughs> All right. This is actually a huge one now in the PAC 12 North guys. Who's the best team in the PAC 12 North, by the way, who's going to be playing in the PAC 12 championship in the North for representing the North. Is uh, it, is it Stanford? Stanford plays at Washington state. Stanford's laying a point and a half. I want your analysis on this, but I also want you to say Oregon state look like that team. I, we say, Oh man, they're in first place. Nope. Then they lose in Pullman. Oregon, uh, Washington, Stanford, Oregon State. <laughs> My well, guess will be Oregon still right now. Patty C. Uh, I think it's going to come down to that Civil War game, and I don't know where's that being played this Eugene year. Eugene this year. Eugene this year. Oh, uh, then probably Oregon. I don't know. This is a huge game for Stanford here. Stanford minus one and a half, guys. What are you doing in this game? Because Stanford has the tiebreaker on Oregon. Um, I'm going to take Stanford to win in Pullman, Patty. I am too. I think last uh, week's uh, score against Arizona state was worse than it looks uh, some fluke pick six apparently, but the yardage was much closer than the 18 point score. So I'm going Stanford, even on the road, Nick, I went wazoo. Actually, you guys keep on forgetting that it's not easy to win in Eastern Washington. All right. So especially Stanford's kind of banged up. They got, I think two other top three receivers are out. Um, I'm on wazoo. I think, you know, now that they're healthy, actually, now they were banged up earlier. Now they're healthy. Stanford is now kind of banged up. I'm going to go with the home team. There we go. Okay. Interesting. Maybe I, I don't know. That's one I could change by Saturday. Stick around. Check out the morning show Saturday mornings. Iowa state at Kansas state guys. Um, Have you guys, this is another one that kind of just reeks. 
Do you guys know the history in this game? Iowa State, Kansas State football history here. I mean, this is K State. This is, is Farmageddon, right? Yes, Farmageddon, and K State's a six and a half point dog. Uh, in a game that they've dominated, let me just pull up the stats here for you. K State has not lost at home against Iowa State since 2004, right? And Ooh. that is the only time that one, before that it was 1988. <laughs> so one time in in basically our lifetime. <laughs> two times in our lifetime since 1991 time ever Iowa state has won in Manhattan and they're favored by six and a half. I'm sorry, guys. Give me the six and a half Skylar Thompson's back too. Are you kidding me? I'll take the six and a half all day. I think K state wins it on the money line. Probably to sprinkle some on that money line. You'd be foolish not to with that track record, Nick. I'll lock it up with you. I think uh, given that history, that big 12 cold, we just spouted to us. I think that makes a lot of sense at why the line is at six and a half. The Aces will on Iowa state. I would imagine the sharp money is probably on Kansas state here. So uh, yeah, I will ride with you. The Manhattan is going to be lit. Give me K state triple lock. Patty C No. Um. look, um, Kansas State has dominated this rivalry. Uh, they've won what uh, eleven out of the last thirteen, um, but they did lose by forty-five points last year. Granted, that was in Ames, um, but uh, that's too many for me to be. They didn't have Skyler Thompson in favor. They didn't have Skyler Thompson. Do they have Skyler Thompson this year? They Is he do. back now? He's back. Uh, He's been mm. back like three weeks, man. No problem. <laughs> I'm not watching Kansas State football. <laughs> Look, I, I what, watch what, them. Uh, what do you mean? You whoa, know, like, whoa, yeah, they're, whoa, they're, they're, only, they're only a bowl team. What every year? <laughs> Look, uh, you know what I watch Kansas State football for? The Oklahoma game, okay? And uh, a game like this. TMZ Pat weeks, coming to your local TMZ city. Pat in effect. Look, I haven't heard that in a few weeks. Hey, look, it is too many. I'm taking Kansas State, but I'm not locking it. He'll watch every Wake Virginia Virginia Wake game, but he won't watch K State play Oklahoma State. You know why? Because I didn't live 1,500 miles away from that when I was a fucking kid. <laughs> K State plays Virginia. I've met a human being from the state of Virginia before. K State plays Virginia tomorrow. K State met waxes them. Not about right. waxes them. They don't wax place, place. <laughs> to Virginia. Yeah. That's a ball. Well, anyone waxes about. Virginia that can yeah. run the ball. They wouldn't wax them, but they'd win 25, 23. Um, TCU travels to Oklahoma guys. Sorry. Hate to do it to you again. 13 and a half. The last time they played in Norman, Oklahoma must've gave the referees a nice paycheck because horrible spot on a fourth and inches as Oklahoma barely, barely beat TCU. I'm on Gary Patterson here to fix things. They look good against Texas tech last week. Give me the third uh, Oklahoma's never beaten a FBS school by more than a touchdown this year. Give me TCU plus 13 and a half sprinkle some on the money line. Patty. Oh yeah. I, I locked this too. Um, that's way too many. Oklahoma's not beating anyone by that many points. They're, they're the luckiest team in football, right? Between Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, those are two undefeated teams that have 90% lucky wins so far. But they might be playing for a fucking national championship bit at the end of the year. Nick, you triple lock? 
Yes, I will say so. And here's why. So this started at 11 and a half. It went up to 13 and a half because Max Dugan and Zach Evans are listed as questionable. I think it's bullshit. I think both are healthy. I think both are going to play. And I think the line movement is, is because people are scared of the injuries. So while I like the points, I'm going to wait until we have some clarification. If these guys are, are going to play, obviously that's their quarterback and their best offensive player, best player on the team and Zach Evans. So TCU needs those guys. I guess my one question is, you know, is Caleb Williams, the five-star freshman that came in for Spencer Rattler last week, is he the key that unlocks this offense? First I mean, start as he, as he, though against Gary Patterson, his first start potentially true. against a defensive mastermind. At least it's at home. It's not on the road. Um, I don't know. So yeah, I'm on TCU. I like it. I'm gonna lock it up. I would just say that just just pay attention. I'm pretty sure uh, Dugan and Evans are fine. If for some reason they're not, then maybe you don't bet it. But uh, yeah, man, give me TCU. There we go, Gary Patterson and Norman. Easy cash. Patty C, what were you gonna say? Patty C, say. You know, this game, the series was a bunch of close games. So Oklahoma's won 10 out of the last 11 in this series, but a lot of these were close. But over the past, Oklahoma's won by 18 or more, four out of the five years. So Oklahoma pulled away, but I think TCU better this year, and Oklahoma not as good as they were. So I think, boom, triple lock, like you said. There we go. Ole Miss travels to Tennessee, Knoxville, Tennessee, where don't look now, but Tennessee, number eight. I think it was, if memory serves me correct, I was on a show the other day talking about, I think they're the number 18 or 19 offense in the country where Ole Miss is at number two. And guess what? Tennessee's offense is only getting better ever since they switched to Hendon hooker, because before that it was struggling. They're catching two and a half threes shop around. There is threes out there guys hate to do it to you. Tennessee is going to beat Ole Miss on Saturday in Rocky top. Old Miss, I still am not buying that soup that Patty C's trying to sell me every week. Tennessee's offense, I actually gonna make the case that once they switch to Endon Oker, I actually think Tennessee's offense is on par with Old Miss. And here's another thing to factor in. Josh Heupel used to employ Jeff Levy, the OC at Old Miss, and Lane Kiffin. This is his first time as a head coach coming back to Rocky Top. You know this place is gonna be lit. Give me Tennessee in an upset special on the money line. Nick, what are you doing here? <laughs> For some reason, I'm gonna hang on with Ole Miss here. I've been kind of flying their flag all season. Yeah, last week was disappointing. I thought I had that cover, and then with like 30 seconds, they let Arkansas travel the length of the field and score. And you know, the, it, uh, sure, Ole Miss wins, but they don't cover. I'm gonna go Ole Miss one more time. Uh, I don't like it because I'm not sure. I mean, Tennessee, their offense is cranking, man. I didn't think Hypel would get it going this quickly, honestly. Um, so I've been impressed at what they're doing, but I still think Ole Miss is the better team right now. Tennessee needs to prove to me one more time. Give me Ole Miss. Patty C. Tennessee's better, but look, they're they're lighting up the scoreboard against Bowling Green, Missouri, South Carolina teams that we've been shitting on. Okay, and Texas Tech or Tennessee Tech rather. Meanwhile, against Florida, they put up what fourteen points. Um, so that was at Ole the Miss swamp, the though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's a li- these. Ca- th- this is a 
two very evenly matched teams. I will say this though. I just trust Ole Miss's offense a little more just because they've been pretty much explosive against everyone except Alabama. Can't wait to prove you guys wrong. Still selling that Ole Miss soup, Ole Miss. I don't know that they should be a top 25 team. Um, <laughs> NC state at Boston college guys. You know who Ole Miss is? They're Texas tech with cliff Kingsbury. That's what they remind me of. That's what they remind me of. It's like, yeah, for yeah, a game or two, they look great. Accurate. Um, anyway, NC state at Boston college in the ACC NC state lay, laying three points. This is one of the hardest games to handicap. I went NC state. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm all over the place uh, Two. It was two and a half when I got NC state, <laughs> obviously Jerkovic's not healthy for Boston college. So I'm just going to go with NC state, but this is the type of game NC state loses. This is a huge game in the coastal though. If NC state wins this, th- th- they don't have that many games where they can lose in the ACC. They have the tiebreaker against Clemson. This is a gigantic game. If you're a, if you're a Wolfpack fan, this is a, even a Boston College fan. This is this is a huge game in the ACC. Give me NC State, but geez, I feel like I'm quoting ELO. Don't let me down, Patty C. What are you doing here? <laughs> Gosh, I agree with you. A massive game, maybe for the coastal or for the Atlantic Division. At the end of the day, if uh, Clemson just loses one more in in conference, um, I guess. It's on the road that's dangerous, but give me give me the Wolfpack. Nick, <laughs> I'm going Boston College, man. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I'll be rooting for the Pack. It'll be good for the Triangle. Uh, but their track record is that this is a game they drop. You know, <laughs> as soon as you get your hopes up, they beat Clemson in oh. a game where where Clemson. I mean, NC State was trying to give that game back to Clemson. Yes, a hundred percent. Give it to them. And 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 you you alluded to the fact last time they they didn't play last year. The year before, prior they played and Boston College won forty five to twenty four. This is just one of those games. Uh, look, if you're a Wolfpack fan, if you win this, I actually see a path because you can yes. afford you can afford a loss. You can afford yeah. a loss if you win this game. And Clemson could lose one more. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not like it's going to a sure thing that they're going to win out. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I hope the Wolfpack wins. I hope they take care of business. I hope they win, but this is a game that like, you know, I've been around here for too long, man. They dropped this game. So we'll see. I'm on DC. There we go. Army travels to camp Randall to take on Wisconsin. They're catching 14 points. I'm on Wisconsin. I think army meets a, a, a team that Jim Leonard will dial up a defense. And Army will score just enough points. Give me a twenty to three final score in Camp Randall. Nick, what are you doing here? I totally agree. I'm on Wisconsin. I think it's kind of similar to the game last week against the the Fighting Illini. Wisconsin shuts down the run, and that's what they're going to do here. Lock it up, Badgers roll. Oh, I might lock it up for you. It's a lock. I like that. All right, that's an NC Nick lock right there. Patty C, are you taking your black Knights? I am not. I think Wisconsin gets it done. Although I, I, it does scare me that, you know, Wisconsin as good as they are at stopping the run, they still haven't seen the triple option yet. Uh, that's a different horse, but uh, that's uh, army's been a little suspect this year. They're not the team they were last year. So Wisconsin's the play. UCLA only a few games left on the slate. UCLA at Washington, Washington's laying two. I don't know why. I'm on UCLA plus two. Sprinkle some on the money. Actually, just bet on the money line. Uh, 
I don't believe in Washington. The, their offense. I think UCLA is the better football team here. I get it. The the sail gating, the the home environment's tough. I know Washington gets loud, but give me UCLA to take things back. And uh, this is a big game for Chip Kelly up there in Seattle. Patty, see what are you doing? I agree. And the uh, the loss to Arizona State is becoming more acceptable. So I think UCLA, even on the road, gets it done. Nick. Allow me to lock another currently at UCLA plus two and a half on tally site. UCLA is a better team. Yeah, I like it. All of a sudden we got a game in El Paso, Texas, because La Tech two and three. Don't get me wrong. La Tech tough losses. They should have beat Mississippi state out the gate. Lose by one on a block field goal. They lose on a hail mary to SMU, and then by seven to NC State. This team is way better than their record indicates. They're traveling to El Paso, laying six and a half. Guys, I know UTEP's playing great, and I think Dana Dimmel should be, you know, rewarded because it's a make or break year for him. However, give me La Tech minus six and a half. Although historically, I remember I, I had a, I did a preview pod. Our friend that covers La Tech said, "Hey, that game in in El Paso, they always struggle with." Um, Patty, see what are you doing here? Uh, man, I'm just wondering if Louisiana Tech has a curse on them this year. Some of the losses have been heartbreaking. That, that SMU one, the the hail mary went off someone's helmet and bounced. 20 yards sideways into someone's <laughs> hand that was just fucking wandering down the field. Uh, well, I, I, here's I'm, the curse. The curse is that I bet the over. There were that, that was one of my locks about. No, it's know, my lock too, tech, man. That's my lock too. Over yeah. four. <laughs> Dude, the, 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 how about how about they were up 20 to go going into the fourth against Mississippi State and lost. Had a chance against NC State. They could have <laughs> won that game. <laughs> I'm on La Tech. They get it. They get it right here. They get it right against UTEP. Nick, I'm saying uh, La Tech is cursed. I'm going UTEP. <laughs> I'm actually taking UTEP to cover, but La Tech wins. <laughs> there you go. It, it, it seems like every game's close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Air Force at Boise State. This should be a fun one. All of a sudden, the Mountain West f- action is just uh, they at the top of the Mountain West is a lot of fun this year. Uh, Air Force is catching four and a half on the Smurf turf, guys. Boise. They don't lose on the Smurf turf. Give me Boise State plus, uh, minus the four and a half against Air Force. Nick, I'm on Boise as well. I, it seems like I've been fading Air Force to my own fault, you know, this year. I'm gonna try it one more time here. I agree, Boise at home is too much for Air Force, but Air Force has been proving me wrong so far. So we'll see what happens here. I don't love it, but give me Boise, Patty. Ooh, Boise's so inconsistent this year. Whereas uh, Air Force very consistent and getting their wins, but just not super impressive. I think you're right. Smurf turf is the difference. Give me Boise. All right, Arizona State travels to Salt Lake City. Where? Come on, don't insult me. Don't insult me, <laughs> odds makers. This was a minus. This was a plus one for Utah guys. Do I need to remind you that the last time they played? In Salt Lake City, Utah whooped that ass. And Arizona State was uh, pretty highly ranked at that time. Don't let me just take you to the land that under. Utah will win this game. All right, they'll be better on special teams. They'll be- they just beat USC in LA. Winningham will have this place is the hardest place to play. You- Nick Nick says Wazoo Pullman. I get it. That's a decent point. I think Salt Lake City is the hardest place to grab a W in the Pac-12. 
Give me Utah to get it done against Arizona State. That's a lock. Nick? Oh, oh, I'm not bold enough to lock it, but I'm definitely going Utah at home. About time the Sun Devils lose a game. Maybe it's just because in the preseason I wasn't expecting. I, I, I thought they were overrated, so I'm just going to ride that out. But I don't see them going into Utah winning this. This is time where you know those boys from the desert lose a game up in the mountains. And this is a gigantic game, considering the fact UCLA lost to Arizona State. This could be for the Pac-12 South. This could be circle this one. This is a a a, a must-watch game. Uh, Patty, see what are you doing here? Uh, well, you got yourself a lock battle here, buddy, because I have been super impressed with Arizona State to this point. And uh, look, I mean, the one loss to BYU is understandable. Other than that, they've completely handled their business. They're getting a point here, even though they're uh, five and one. Utah is only three and two. Give me the Sun Devils and lock that shit up. You Ooh, do realize? You do realize? Uh, at UCLA is not a road game. Right, the only <laughs> other time they went to a road environment at BYU, they lost by ten. And look, that you know that was in the state of Utah, right down the road. They're not coming into Salt Lake City grabbing that uh, win. True, I've heard that that real fa- fans get kicked out of UCLA Stadium, even if they're rooting for the Bruins. That's yeah, you're goddamn right. All right, um, <laughs> so uh, that's it. Lock fight, I love it. I love it. Um, Hawaii travels to Reno, Nevada. Last game on the slate here. Nevada's laying 14. I'm going to ride Nevada. I don't know why. Cuz Hawaii's been kind of no Hawaii's been a pain in the ass to handicap this year. I'm going to ride Nevada minus 14 when they're all when they're away from the island, they get their ass whooped. Nick, what are you doing here? Agreed. Go Nevada. Patty C. Uh definitely Nevada 13 and a half doesn't seem like that much. I got a little fat, uh, stat for you. Uh, elevation in uh, uh, Arizona or Phoenix, uh, 1,086. Elevation in Salt Lake City, 4,226. So it is going to be a little bit of a, a physical shock for the uh, for guys from Arizona State. I don't know if it's going to make that much of a difference, but it, it probably will. But back to this game, you're right. Hawaii sucks away from the island, and Nevada's playing well this year. 13 and a half. Give me the pack. There you go. All right, folks. Saturday morning. Uh, 8 a.m. on the west, 11 a.m. on the east. We will be breaking down uh, any changes that happen from there to uh, to Saturday. From now to Saturday, we will have you covered on the college football experience. We do a Periscope every Saturday morning. Check it out. Also, check out the DFS show coming out tomorrow. DraftKings show. Come play DraftKings with us Friday, Saturday. You know we have a morning slate Saturday, night slate Saturday night at at uh, the Colby D. Uh, on Twitter. So you'll be able to see, I'll retweet that. So come play for a few bucks. NC Nick puts that together. Um, Subscribe to the college football experience and uh, yeah. Tell a friend also subscribe to the college basketball experience because college basketball experience. What do you mean? We got college basketball just 25 days away. Subscribe to that. Get in while you can. Um, And then, uh, Hey, Make sure you get that SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. And when you do, make sure you uh, give us a five star review. Say some nice things about us. Take a screenshot of that review that you leave and uh, find me on Twitter at the Colby D. And I'll send you a college experience t shirt. Also, make sure you give Patty C a follow at Patty C831, NC Nick a follow at NC underscore N I C K, and the college football experience new to Twitter and Instagram at TCE on SGPN, and Terrell Furman Jr. on Twitter at the, or no, I'm sorry, at really rel underscore underscore, and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Follow them all. 
Check out the Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast as well. This concludes our episode, Week 7 Preview and Picks. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.